0: Welcome to Mind in a Bind. Take a breather, turn around certain ideas and brighten up your mundane life with a fresh outlook. Listen on and tune in to the takeaways from life by Anita S.J. Limitations of a Book Everyone likes to travel to experience new and exciting things. But in a way, we depend on our sense organs and that limits the scope of any experience. One wants to travel the whole world, also the universe, if it be possible, but not without a healthy body with all organs in good condition. But you don't necessarily have to be physically there to experience being there. Imagine with closed eyes that you are on the highest peaks of the Himalayas. Does it not count as an experience? Of course it does. One wants to experience all knowledge, all power within the scope of this body. But the limitation of a body stops us from experiencing all that there is. The limitation of our senses hold us back from seeing the unseen. The limitation of a vision to see beyond can be overcome only with the help of our cognitive perception. This is possible only if we were to overcome a dependence on the sense organs to experience and experience. When we want to experience things through our senses, we get addicted to please our senses. Why do you think we need bigger screens, surround sound, 3D effects? to enjoy a movie, we enjoy losing ourselves in the experience, we want to become the experience itself. Addictions are a stronger urge to forget our present selves, mostly a need to get away from existing unpleasant place in our minds. But ironically, the unpleasant place is in the mind and we expect physically transferring ourselves to another place to help us. Anyway, how far would you go in want of these pleasant sensory experiences? Think of a butterfly, such beautiful, delicate, colorful creatures. Hardly would anyone not like this magnificent species. Now, suppose if someone offers you a fully sponsored trip around the world on one condition. The condition is that you pluck out the wings of a butterfly. What would you do? I know for sure you would turn down the offer without even having second thoughts. Or wouldn't you? What if you are lured by saying that there are others waiting in the queue in case you refuse to do it? The next person is bound to grab the opportunity and break the butterfly into pieces. To mean that if the butterfly is destined to die, then why should you refuse to carry out a simple task and deny yourself this great opportunity? A world tour which you may never be able to afford in your life. Would you still turn down this good fortune? If yes, then what could be the reason, stronger enough for letting go of a -a once-in-a-lifetime chance? strong or weak reasons, that is, for you to perceive. However, my conscience and wisdom quite clearly and simply refuses to take this offer. No! Why should I take a life to achieve what I perceive as fun? Who am I to close that door for someone which is the source of all experience for the tiny one just to add some experience of fun in my life. Whenever in my memory lane I will relive the experience of the world tour, the crippling of the butterfly will keep popping up, leaving my experience not an entirely happy one. The memory of the killing stored in the unlimited space of my mind will haunt me wherever I go. That memory will become an unpleasant place in my mind that I would wish to escape from once, when I asked my friend whether he believed in God, like most others, yes, I do believe in God, he said. When asked why, he said, he worships the God of his understanding because he is all-powerful. When asked whether he worships God for the power, he answered, he reveres God also because he is omnipresent and omniscient. When prodded further on, whether his God's omnipresence makes him feel small, insignificantly tiny in comparison, and is it in fear that he reverses God? He denied my accusation and further added frantically that he bows before the omniscient, all-knowing God because he sees God in the Father-Mother creative form and that he had complete trust in God's love for Him. He further continued, For God, I am a tiny someone, some living thing. Will I feel the same respect for God if I see Him doing something like I am expected to do to the butterfly? If I believe my God to be loving always, will I then pray to Him if He plucks off my hands for no fault of mine? Will my God hold the same status if I am told that He broke my bones to get some exciting experience? God doesn't need anything from anyone. He is everything. The omniscient God knows everything and the Lord himself is the creator of the universe. He himself is the working manual, the controller of the entire universe. He is all that there is. He is perfect. Though insignificant in size, I believe I am as significant part of God. Being an important part of God, I consider the butterfly also to be just as important a part of the same God. I do not feel I will miss something important if I miss the physical experience of the world tour, but to take away the butterfly's experience of living is ungodlike. You are right, my friend, I said. But what then would be living a godlike life, or what would one have to do to evolve? to that Higher Consciousness, God Consciousness. Here, I would like to give an example of how we decrypt any code or decode any puzzle or basically interpret any idea from around us. A book will contain only that information or knowledge that is printed in it. The content may trigger some creative thoughts in our mind which may lead us to perceive something of the writer's mind but the book as such is capable of holding only that which it contains in the form of print to understand the perspective of the writer one has to grasp what is intended to be conveyed one has to go beyond what is printed to read between the lines this happens When the keen sense of perception is used by the reader to take hold of not just what is written, but also what is proposed in the book. Thus, crossing over the limitations of the printed book is possible only as the reader evolves, evolves to the level where he manages to connect to the author's mind via the unlimited space of his mind. Here now, How can one raise our consciousness to the level of God? All creations around us in nature can be seen as the printed words in the Creator's book, but how to track what's written between the lines? What does the great author intend to convey? How can one truly comprehend the Creator's mind? Can we evolve to the level of God's mind via the unlimited space of our mind. That is it. Go and follow this trail of thinking and that alone is the way to comprehend, to know, to evolve. We can know anything by contemplating thus on the Universal Mind. Dissolve into the sea of consciousness, into the mind of the Creator. Know the Creator through his creation Thank you for listening hope you enjoyed I am happier today share the thoughts subscribe so that you don't miss on our upcoming episodes